Hello world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelly Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast, Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where if I've experienced it, you're going to share it. If I've learned it, I'm going to tell you about it, and always some education along the way. Now, today's kind of an odd day because I actually did two podcasts today, uh, one about my birthday yesterday. Today is the post-birthday rant. <laughs> and I got to say, it is ooh, 3.30 in the afternoon and I'm just getting to this because let me explain how my morning worked. If you listen to my podcast on the birthday rant, you will know that I had a spectacular birthday that I overplanned, however, and, you know, just attracting from the universe what I needed in the end, it worked out great. But really, with my state of uh, well-being, it could have been a disaster. So what is today? Today is post-birthday day where, you know, I slept through yoga, which is a naughty thing for me to do. I need that to, to kind of keep my body healthy and, and, and such like that. And managed to drag my butt around lethargically most of the morning, recovering from the, oh, there was a little bit of tequila, uh, sushi, and a late night. I don't do those very well anymore. And I got to say, I thought, you know what, today really, it should have been yesterday, gonna have a rest, maybe have a little nap. That lasted all of six minutes. Uh, When my head started, like it normally does, uh, coming up with commentary, and so it was like, get your butt out of the bed, get back into your office, and flip and do your podcast today. So here we are. So welcome to Woulda, Coulda, Shoulda, and today we're going to talk about attraction. No, not sexual. We're talking about things like the law of attraction. And I just because I want to comment on yesterday and how, despite the fact that my planning sucked, I took a moment in the afternoon to calm myself and say, ah, hey, we need this fixed. And the universe stepped in to conspire to fix it for me, thank heavens. So coulda, woulda, shoulda, shouldn't have planned a day that, that heavy should have kept my hair appointment last week when it was there in the first place. Um, Could have gotten a handle on it ahead of time and rescheduled things, not when I was in the middle of a three-day conference, but in advance, because that would have been courteous not only to my hairdresser, but to my body. My body would have been like, thank you for not stressing me out. However, at 51 years of age, I still don't quite get there, so we had to live with what we what we had planned. So welcome to today, and although yesterday, pouring rain, bouncing off the sidewalk, thinking, really? We were supposed to be in the hot tub with cocktails, that didn't happen. And then I wake up this morning to a bright, beautiful, sunny day with the world looking down at me going, ha ha, <laughs> when really I want to be in bed with that book I spoke about in my prior podcast, and instead, the sun is shining, which for me, you have to understand, I'm a Vancouver, British Columbia girl, born and raised, which is a little bit odd. We're a very hugely um, demographic import city. <laughs> Most people come from someplace. I truly actually was born in Grace Hospital 51 years ago and have lived in the Lower Mainland all my life. This is my home. And although we don't like to tell people this, uh, no, actually, we have a story. We, do, we tell everybody that it rains constantly because we just don't want you all moving here. We can't, our infrastructure can't handle the traffic now. So all of you need to stay where you are and just visit us and spend your dollars on our tourism. Anyways, uh, so pouring rain on my birthday. A uh, little depressing today, sunny. So when we, the point of this, the point is when I see sunshine, I feel 
like I should be productive. There's this innate uh, feeling inside of me that says, well, you know, the sun is shining. Please go out there and enjoy it while you can. Now, we have had a pretty nice spring, but again, Vancouver, British Columbia, you just never know. So on a day when I really just want to do nothing, because I overdid it yesterday, uh, the universe sends me a beautiful sunny day. My gardens are calling. My office is calling. Everything about productivity in my life is calling when I really just want to be doing nothing. So I'm back in my office doing something. So is this your life? What are you attracting? So let's talk about that. I spoke a little bit yesterday about scheduling. And hmm, do you know what? I've just decided to change the topic of this podcast. Uh, stay with me. There's always something to say. As you can tell, I'm a tad high strung. Now, I spent a good portion of my life managing that. You know, I grew up, uh, there's issues in my past. We all have them. We all have our pain. We all have our stories. There may be podcasts in the future that I will share some of that. Not today. But just suffice to say that I'm a bit of a control freak. I am an achiever. And I went into my 20s with the need to be perfect. I was a little bit raised that way. I was, you know, I was four before I had another sibling. And my mother ensured that the hair was done, the gloves were on, Easter Sunday pictures were taken. And kind of perfection was sort of an expectation. I'm not sure if it was conscious on their part, but that seemed to be the message that I picked up. So, you know, in the 80s, I didn't leave the house without the purse and the belt and the, and the shoes matching. And I got to tell you, that's not where I live now. And I certainly do not rearrange the dishwasher any longer when someone else has been gracious enough to load it. But that was my past. So perfection is sort of something that I've struggled with most of my life. And I'm sure some of you can relate to this. By the way, my advice, give it up. <laughs> no one's, just freaking give it up. But that's a topic for another day. So I'm going to talk a little bit about health today because it's just been on my mind and maybe there's a reason because maybe there's someone out there today that just needs to listen to this podcast to say, I don't have to buy into that. So a little bit background history, rather high strung, striving for perfection, tend to overwork a little bit, bit of a workaholic. Three and a half years ago, I left a very large lucrative contract uh, at, with a large corporation here in the Lower Mainland. Now, I have to tell you, I've spent 20 years working for small to medium-sized businesses. It was my niche. Uh, I enjoyed it. I have a you know a strong need for um, uh, making people happy. I have the gift of service and <clears throat> excuse me, and hospitality, and I just enjoy being around people and helping them out. Now, my slogan sort of is you know, what do I do? Well, in the financial world, I look after that crease between your forehead. So if you say the word finance and that frown comes along and that panic deer in the headlight feeling comes upon you, I'm the person you call. I will look after it. Now, that being said, that's always a give situation. Go, go, go. I get a lot of recognition back. My clients love me. I'm very fortunate, but I tended to overdo it. And three weeks after leaving this large contract, I couldn't get out of bed. Uh, went to my team. I don't just have a GP. I have a group of kinesiologists, naturopaths. I truly believe in full health. And it was discovered that my adrenals were functioning at about 12%. So I was basically running on adrenaline the full last year of my six-year contract. It was quite a stressful job. 
And I realized once again, had this experience in my late 20s, should have known better, hence why we're coulda, shoulda, woulda, uh, not to go working in large corporations. It does not fit my personality. It does not fit pretty much anything in, in who I am as a person. However, the money was great, uh, built a beautiful custom-built home, did a lot of investing, and we were doing very well in life until I lost my health. So I woke up one day and couldn't function. Spent a few months getting um, that under control, got my health back. I'm a, you know, a bit of a just find the problem and solve it type of person and headed off to England actually on business, got involved with a network marketing company that involved health and wellness and decided I was never going back to accounting again. Well, needless to say, that didn't quite pan out. And a year later, uh, not even that, about eight months later, I got out of bed, put my feet on the floor and started to cry. The pain was unbelievable. What the flip's going on here? So this just started to progress very, very quickly. And I discovered six weeks later, I was diagnosed with a disease called fibromyalgia. Now, after three years of sort of finding my balance and building with that, I truly believe that I brought that upon on myself. My body could not keep up the pace that I had set for it for so many years. So what I want to talk about today actually is a little bit more about the mental illness side of things and, you know, decisions you make, what you're attracting. Working through this disease, I spent a year, I took a year off, my husband, we could, you know, there was a bit of money to afford that and it was like I needed to get things back on track, but I bought into it. I'm not going to, I bought into the disease and, and labeled myself with it. Year two, we had to make a change. We could no longer hang on to our home. It was too big for my physical demands. We didn't, I wasn't earning the income that could afford the maintenance on the home. And we decided, I decided, I literally woke up one day and said, I'm putting the house for, up for sale. And it was sold within 48 hours. I truly believe the universe, God was just waiting for me to make that decision so they could get together with their little team and and change my direction. So the next year, I, I, get a, we, I get us moved, no, my husband and I, we got ourselves moved, but I was very hands-on in that process because that's kind of how we function in our marriage. Um, he has gifts and, and they look after certain things and I have my gifts and I look after certain things. And I started on a journey of wellness. Let's find out about it. I'm not buying into this. That'll never work again, blah, blah, blah. And you know, I've succeeded in a lot of ways. Different podcasts go into that more. However, at the end of coming into year three, my depression had reemerged. Now, I struggled with that a good part of my life. I've been on medication on and off, and but I wasn't managing it. I was not beating it. I was not winning. So I went to my doctor and was also thinking of that maybe some disability might, you know, help keep groceries on the table and said, what do we do here? So he sends me off to a shrink. The point of what I'm going to talk about today is, let's talk about, you know, mental illness. They sent me off to a shrink who took one look at me. Again, I've mentioned I'm a tad high strung, tend to be a bit manic at times, uh, and medicated me. <laughs> I was sort of looking for someone to talk to. I was sort of ready to talk about things because I really sequestered myself. I'm incredibly social and I put myself into a little box and hid. In fact, it was really easy in my neighborhood because where our old home sat right on the street and the neighbors could walk right up, sit on the stairs and have a glass of wine. This property is a lot larger and the house is set way back. You kind of have to make an effort. And no, everyone doesn't come knocking at your door dawn and dusk, but when you're sitting out in your front yard and you're two feet from the curb, people look out, oh, Keith and Shelley are there, let's go have a cocktail. 
So this house allowed me to also hide. Uh, however, that was not healthy. I decided it was time I needed to talk to someone and find coping mechanisms. Now you will in the future hear me talk about these things in finances and in, and in, and in um, sorry, and in your health a lot, coping mechanisms. Because life is, you need to cope with life and all of the things that it throws at you. So they put me on drugs. And the first thing when he met me, when he saw my personality was diagnosed me with a personality disorder and decided to dope me with something called Seroquel that would knock me out. So I ran around numb all the time. Now, I got to say, there were some people in my life that thought this probably wasn't a bad idea because I can be a tad overwhelming sometimes. And I tend to run in cycles where I exert a lot of energy and people meet me. Some people are, you know, kind of feel that wave rush over them going, oh my gosh, but I crash. So I, I truly, you know, I believe it sorry, back up that. In my life, I have found ways to manage those ups and downs a little bit. I run hard when I can, but I do need a lot of rest. Well, the disease sort of whacked that out of perspective. I was, you know, way too manic and then way too depressed and was was struggling with how I was going to cope. So the point of today's podcast is, have you bought into this in your life? Because let me tell you, I wasn't looking to be drugged. I was really looking for someone to hear me. I actually wanted to go for some counseling. I just wanted someone to listen which actually brings me to how this podcast got born. I have been two years considering this. In fact, I have spoken before on Sam Crawley, who does Every Day a Saturday, heard him at a spectacular event called Business Excellence a year ago, and almost considered taking his course saying, I think I'd like to do that. But all those little insecurities come back up saying, what have I got to say that anybody would want to listen to? So limiting belief again, I started crawling back into my little box. Well, this year I went to the event again, but I went with a different perspective because I was taking my business partner and my son for the first time. And although I have spent a lifetime, self-improvement, education, he was embarking on this for the first time. And it was wonderful, by the way, to watch it through his eyes. And Sam's back. Now, I've become a listener of his over the past year and thought, once again, that's kind of intriguing, but I think I'd rather take public speaking because I do tend to get a little hyper and, uh, and see if I can tone some of that down. I had a bit of an epiphany. It was, why do I keep trying to change who I am? So my question to you is, are you doing that? Now, when you listen to Sam, he sounds a little bit like me, to be perfectly honest, or I sound like him, except I'm older, so I'm going to... We are those hyper people that just, we have stuff to say, we love to rant, and people usually find us sometimes entertaining, sometimes they absolutely abhor me, but I do have that effect, and it's sort of like, again, where's my voice? Do I want to be buying into the medical profession that says, hey, you have histrionic personality disorder and you are manic and you need to be medicated or do I want to take that energy and 51 years of good times, bad times, pain, experience, expertise in a number of subjects have the gift of knowledge. I'm going to talk on sacred gifts at some point uh, during one of our podcasts and we'll have a chat about that. But today just know that there are certain gifts and we all have them. They are innate. They always, if they're your gift, you if they're always there to serve others. And is there something that I truly do maybe have to say in someone I can reach with my story? And I decided it was time to stop playing small. So this podcast was born. So are you buying into this right now? Because let me tell you, this is a scary world out there right now. 
There are, you know, teen suicides, things that just never were an issue 56 years ago that are running rampant. And unfortunately, my, it's just my personal opinion. Remember, I'm not a doctor, that I'm not here to diagnose. But what I'm finding, talking to friends, living through experiences of my own, that everything's just about a pill, which by the way, segue, did you know that something like 80% of all prescription drugs on the planet are taken by people in North America? Guys, come on. There's got to be something wrong there. Like We are not the sickest planet, you know, c- country on the planet. Uh, there are s- other circumstances. But again, we're not getting into all that today. Let's just stick with the why are we putting our kids on these drugs? Why are we all labeling them? Now, don't get me wrong. Don't, you know, and you can always tweet me at Living Well with Shell. Uh, a Twitter and and give me your opinion. Happy to hear it. Happy even to respond to it on one of the podcasts. But you have to understand this is my belief. I don't believe in all the labels. I believe that sometimes there is a place for medicine. I do believe there's always a place for counseling. And I do believe in, in paradigm shifts in the way of thinking. I believe in the law of attraction. So what are you attracting into your life? I was attracting that mental illness. I was attracting those doctors that wanted to drug me because in my mind, I was sick. Do you know what? I am. The fibro is something I'm going to have to deal with for the rest of my life. It's like kind of MS, except it doesn't progress. The pain, the mental clarity, the uh, just all the issues that go with it, coordination, and, and it also affects everyone differently. Unfortunately for me, it kind of attacks certain things in my life where I have weaknesses anyways. I've always been a bit klutzy, a little lacking in depth perception, and again, a little high strung. So when I get, let myself get too excited, I crash harder. When I am not paying attention, I trip over myself. I drop things. My husband, all the outside wine glasses are now plastic and stemless. Uh, Things like, and the caddy. I know if you've listened to my podcast, you know, I've spoken about the Cadillac and how it's, you know, helping me drive and keeping you all safer on the road. Uh, So what are you attracting? And a lot of people buy into this, but let me tell you, I am very fortunate, by the way, to have not only a gift of knowledge where I am aware and I really want to know more, but I have surrounded myself with people in my life and friends that support that and started questioning me or helping me question myself saying, don't buy into this. Running around on liver damaging long-term drugs is not always the answer. And buying into the fact that just because that particular shrink, and I use that word with complete disdain in this particular instance, although I am a huge fan of counselors and psychiatrists, I think they all have a a place. But in this particular case, that shrink, um, who just wanted to spend 15 minutes with me, diagnosed me with a personality disorder because my husband and I are social and he felt I just needed to draw attention to myself and drug me. Is this going on in your life? Are you allowing this to go on in one of your children's lives? So the question is, think outside the box. And the question is, ask the question. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. I am not going to buy into living on those drugs for the rest of my life. And let me tell you, it was really, I was no less annoying drugged than I am undrugged. So, so, uh, so why? Let's find ways to excel at who we are as people, to celebrate our personality traits, to embrace and understand that there are sad, there is sadness in the world and there are going to be things in your past and definitely in your future that are going to cause pain. They could cause psychological issues. They might be causing blockages in your energy and your body, creating pain. There are numerous things, again, different podcasts and different professionals to answer those questions, but stick with me and we'll get to them at a later date. Are you buying into this? So let's 
just for the next uh, few days in your life, if I could ask a huge favor, ponder those thoughts. Open yourself to the universe. Is that limiting belief, as I like to call them, and it's a very common phrase now in the world, is that serving you? Because although I bought into it for a while, and it was a very short period of time, it was not serving me. And here I am a year later, we've incorporated my, my finance company finally, my son is a partner, I'm mentoring, I'm running a networking group, I'm podcasting, and I've taken clients back on. All of which, if you had asked my husband and I two and a half years ago if that would ever happen again, the answer would be no. So have a great day, everyone. You'll be hearing from me soon. Thank you again for joining me today. Remember to focus on not living in regret. You can reach me on Twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. Let me know what you like best about today's podcast or just leave a message on something you'd like me to speak on next. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side.